Welcome, beloved, to the You're Not an Addict series. And I hope you've been having such a great time just knowing God's heart for you as you've been dealing with um, sexual addiction and sexual vices. Look, I must tell you that the end is, is in sight. It's at hand. Your freedom is so close. If you would only believe. If you only believe. Because the mandate is for god's children to rise above addiction to truly trash the devil and put him in his place you know i read colossians one time actually read it more than once but i've always just envisioned myself reading colossians i mean it has just only four chapters and i always picture myself just relaxing on the bed and reading that's the way i you know relax and I've always wanted to do this. And I finally did it. I'm like, wow. Thank God. And one of the ways God speaks to me is he gives me an image or a vision of me doing something. Or I just think of doing something profitable and, you know, of course, aligns itself with the will of God. And once I see that picture, I see that image or that vision, I know, hey, God wants me to do it. And most of the time, I do that thing that I saw myself doing. It just works that way. That's the same way it happens with addiction. When you, you know, the devil, in those 11 years when I struggled with addiction, even when I was, after the 11 years when I started walking in liberty and I still had some mistakes and still had some sleeps, what happened or what led to the act is that I would think of myself doing these things. Mind you, those thoughts were not mine. Those thoughts are the devil's thoughts, which I came to know later. The devil will bring thoughts of me masturbating and watching pornography and say, hey, this would be nice. And I was starting to imagine the pleasure I derived from the last act. And once I was able to finish as in complete division of me doing it, I would do it in reality. And so now, when I began my purity journey, when, I, when, when the devil tries to sell those thoughts to me, I immediately crush him. I immediately silence him. Immediately. That's what I do. And I never do the act. Now we'll go to that later. But then this is what I was trying to say. I was telling you how I read Colossians and I saw something there and it just hit me. Oh my God. You know what I saw? The Bible says that in Colossians 2, in Colossians chapter 2, verse 15, it says, And having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of them triumphing over them by the cross wow oh my god it's so powerful when i saw this verse i'm like oh my god delicious let me read everything to you when you were dead in your sins and in the uncircumcision of your sinful nature this is colossians 2 chapter 13 god made you alive with christ he forgave us all our sins having cancelled the written code with its regulations that was against us and that stood opposed to us he took it away nailing it to the cross and having disarmed the powers and authorities he made a public spectacle of them triumphing over them by the cross i'm like wow so you mean that after god disarmed the power of addiction to masturbation and pornography meaning he made it nothing he made it not it wasn't a threat anymore he thoroughly crushed it and defeated it after having done that he still made a public spectacle of it it's like defeating somebody and, and going about and announcing it. That's make, being, making a public spectacle. He embarrassed masturbation and pornography in my life. And that is what God is doing right now to you. In fact, he has already done it. 
he has disarmed the power of addiction struggling with sexual vices in your life after disarming it he made a public spectacle of it he embarrassed it public display and so God wants you to believe that thing he has done for you and once you you just stretch your hands and say Lord I embrace the victory that you already gained for me in Christ Jesus I embrace it and I walk in it that that's what will happen there, there will become a mindset reconditioning in your heart but that is not even the topic for today now the topic for today is God loves you even in the act that is the name of the track, the fourth track in the You're Not an Addict series. God loves you even in the act. And you're like, eh? Sorry? Did you mean what you're saying? Come on, folks, you're exaggerating or you're talking. This is over the top. It's not over the top. It is the truth. I know it's still good to be true, but that's how our God is. God is the father of good gifts. He's the father of light in whom there's no shadow of turning god loves you even in the act and i first heard this from joseph prince pastor joseph prince has been such a mighty blessing why does god love you in the act it's because god's love is the only love that is truly genuine and unconditional yes his love is free of conditions terms and conditions you know when you see some promos on tv and some advertisements and i mean the thing they're asking you to do is too good to be true to win such a big amount of money when they're almost ending the advert they say terms and conditions apply well that's the world but that's not god terms and conditions do not apply in his love and so in that very act of masturbation when your hand is where it's not supposed to be and when your thoughts are wildly running on the pleasure you're about to enjoy in that shameful act that filthy act yes it's disgusting and god hates sin but he loves the sinner but hey god doesn't even view view you as a sinner Yes, the act you're committing is sinful, but God sees you as the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Once you have believed with your once you have believed with your heart, believed in your heart rather, that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior, and confess with your mouth, you are now the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. As long as you believe it, as long as you're saved, and God is bound by His agreement with you, He's bound by the covenant, He's bound by redemption, He's bound by what Christ did on the cross. And so even when you're in that act, he loves you because that's who he is. His love is conditional. God is love. He cannot but be himself. And so I'm sorry, but then your masturbation and pornography, no matter how frequent it is, even if you do it a billion times in a particular Tuesday, you cannot sin away the love of God. I want you to always remember this. I love Jeremiah a lot. Yes, people see him as a prophet of doom. Well, he said a lot of things that were not nice to people's ears. But there are some profound things that also, you know, were recorded in the book. God says in Jeremiah 31 that I have loved you with an everlasting love. And I have drawn you with an unfailing kindness. And you would even see this article in the purityinc.org website. The article is titled, Here's All the Love You Need. God has loved you with an everlasting love. Do you know what everlasting is? You probably need to check your Merriam-Webster dictionary or your English dictionary or any dictionary that can describe everlasting accurately. Everlasting is still infinity. 
and he says I have drawn you with an unfailing kindness do you know what it means when kindness doesn't fail it means that God will be kind to you even while you're masturbating it means that if you want to masturbate right now if you're going to masturbate after listening to this audio which is supposed to help you God still loves you that's what it means God will still strengthen you if you ask for strength to not commit the act God loves you in the very act now let me tell you this you might be thinking but hey what I do is really bad under the sheets like what I do is really really bad in fact I even sleep with a thousand men I sleep with a lot of women I have a lot of sexual partners whatever just in case you think that I don't men- I've not mentioned your own particular condition, we're talking about any sexual vice, any sexual sin right now. Hey, I'm a lesbian. I like other women. That's really weird. I don't care. God's word is is is, is the same, but it's, it's dynamic in, in that sense. It's not even static. It's still dynamic. He still loves you. And nothing can separate you from God's love. I, I like the way Paul puts it in Romans. You know, in Romans chapter 8, verse um, verse 35 it says who shall separate us from the love of Christ shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword nothing it says as it is written for your sake we face death all day long we are considered as sheep to be slaughtered 37 no in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us for i am convinced that neither death nor life neither angels nor demons neither the present nor the future nor any powers neither height nor death nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of god that is in our lord so beloved at the sound of my voice whatever country you are whatever climb you are and whatever season you are struggling with addiction whatever it is for your whole purity journey i want you to know that nothing can separate you from the love of god god loves you even in the act and my prayer for you is that you believe that god has done the work that needs to be done to completely deliver you from that act I want you to believe it. I urge you to believe it. I pray for you for strength to believe that God has disarmed those powers and made a public spectacle of them. You are loved. God has loved you with an everlasting love. That's a truism. Believe that. I love you, beloved, but God loves you more. God bless you. Bye.